welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Berserker, Olaf, who was released. I saw some discrepancy. Uh-oh. Ooh. <laughs> the lull, or, I don't remember where the, the one place I said, said June 8th, 2010, but the lull wiki says June 9th, oh, 2010. Oh, shit. Be another, another shared birthday? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me it's June 9th. Please tell me we got like so. a weird cursed league birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that was just released on y'all's birthday? Was it uh, uh, Belveth? Yeah. Mm. Belveth, I think. Belveth. Belveth. All right. Yeah, Olaf's an old one. I thought he was going to be 2009 for some reason. I mean, 2010, 2009. What the fuck? It was all before I was playing League. Yeah. It's all the yesteryears. Sure. Yeah. I thought so I too. I separate my league into who was in the the launch cinematic and then <laughs> who do I remember being released when I started playing. Oh, okay. and then That's fair. Everyone else is could have been any time. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say 2009. I was really shocked actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Olaf. Olaf. What does Olaf sound what, like? What does Olaf sound like? He's got like six quotes. <laughs> So I just listened to Olaf um, three minutes ago because <laughs> I'd forgotten to look it up. I don't think I'd ever heard him because I don't, I've played Olaf before, probably in like ARAM, not recently, but I think he sounds like a bear with a mouthful of marshmallows. Yeah. Or just huh. like a man with a mouthful of like gravel. Yeah. 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 Ah, I like So it. what he sounds like, uh, faster up the bottle. <laughs> That's my old often uh, More axes. Oh, nice thing. Yeah. The might of Lockfar approaches. God, that was a good one. You did good on that yeah. one. Can we get Brolof really in here, though? Because that's the real, the, the true Olaf. <laughs> chug, Dude, chug. I'm so buffed up right now. <laughs> it's so good. That's still such a good skin. That's so mm-hmm. funny. I'm, uh, I'm glad that he has a line that actually pronounces Lockfar because I had no idea how to pronounce it and I assumed oh, it was pronounced yeah. like I always pronounced it like the Ooh. war like Warcraft like Lokfar Odar. Yeah, that's how I would think to pronounce it. <laughs> but then I listened to his quotes, I was like, oh shit, it's Lokfar? The Unless, fuck? Maybe he says it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He's just caught up in his bloodlust and he forgets how to fucking <laughs> well <laughs> uh. it tracks. Yeah. So what's he got on the universe page? So not a lot. No, he <laughs> not has, nearly as many stories as he has written. No, he has a bio, and then there's one short story linked, Shadow and Fortune, which we've gone over eight bajillion times at this fucking point. I didn't even look. I didn't even click it. I'm and gonna we're be gonna do it again. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we are because we're gonna do a thresh. Fuck. I was really hoping <laughs> that this would be the last one. Shit. Damn it. You're right. <laughs> And then some other champ will get released, and for some reason it'll be on their universe page too, even if they're not in it. Right, <laughs> just tangentially related or some shit. Yeah. Talking about Raffin, Raffin 2023. That's true. I mean, he's already made an appearance in the Ruined King game. He's basically a character. I mean, for everything I know about him, though, he's a, he's dependable, but yeah, well, he stayed alive, so he's not useless, but he's much less useful than everyone around him. He's just a guy. So yeah, he's, he's just a guy. <laughs> You're right. Bomb ass slash fiction, but that's about it. <laughs> and gets easily uh, swindled by fake Demacian steel. Yeah. Um, Olaf is a pretty major player in Dead of Winter, which was released 
with the call it's like six months ago something like that i meant to rewatch the call and i fucking forgot i even said it like a few hours ago when we were on the couch in front of the tv where i could have easily rewatched the call (laughs) (laughs) i forgot to do it it's fine i have seen it I'll I'll yeah. sing it to you, and then it'll be like you're rewatching it. Oh, thanks, hon. No, 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 no. Two hundred percent volume, just like overpower everything. I did. I'll, I did rewatch it more than once because we did a Patreon reaction to it. Yeah, we did a reaction, and then, and then we, we did we a breakdown the lore for yeah, it. So. We, we we botched both of our attempted Patreon yeah. content for that video. That was a cursed video. Maybe it's right. better you didn't watch it again. <laughs> Okay. Right, um, the, bio. the bio. I got it. I got it. It's the only thing I have notes on. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's just wires everywhere. Oh, you're drinking a beer, Mark? Damn. I might be. Graggy ice. <laughs> <laughs> you are prepared. All right. So Olaf was a normal, angry warrior in the Freljord. He's from Lochfar, as we have <laughs> established. <laughs> Uh, where the worst fate one could have is a boring death from old age. Olaf was really arrogant about his conquest, which an elder began to grow tired of, so he challenged Olaf to take a peek at his fate. <laughs> uh, he did this by throwing the knuckles of a long-dead beast into the fire. I'd really like to know more about this <laughs> procedure. But... It's kind of like, you know, casting bones. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, the bones predicted he would have a long life and a nice, quiet death, <laughs> which was very insulting. Olaf decided to seek great beasts to prove his fate was wrong and go down uh, in battle gloriously. But his berserker mode <laughs> kept saving his life. <laughs> he goes angry mode. <laughs> He got he's he, too he ults, good. He's too good. He like he doesn't want to like lose on purpose, you know, and he's just too good. Nothing can beat him. Uh finally he decided to instead take on the Winter's Claw, figuring that they could kill him. Sejuani sent the charge after him, but Olaf cut everyone down, but his fight with Sejuani ended in a draw. Because they're both champions in League of Legends. One yes. can't beat the other. <laughs> so Sejuani offered Olaf a glorious death if he fought alongside her during her conquest. And that's kinda all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, Nyla esque. She gives him like her <laughs> magical bedroom eyes, which seems to be the only thing that can cut through his berserker. Uh, uh, John. Haze. <laughs> it I is very Nyla esque. Yeah, the whole like searching for beasts. Although I, we don't know. Why is she searching for beasts? I don't know. Making a name for herself? I don't remember. We just she did has this a lot of episode. She has like three potential reasons. Something. <laughs> 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 there it is. At least we know why Olaf was hunting beasts. <laughs> That's what I think is that he's, I mean, he doesn't have a lot written. It's like we said, he's kind of in shadow and fortune. Um, but for being so similar to Nyla, I think, you know, he's like a lot more, obviously he's a lot more simple, but it makes him a lot more like easy to kind of grasp as a character. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. And it's a fun little yeah. conceit, right? Yeah, yeah. he does not care about any of this end-of-the-world shit, except apparently the Ruinate, I don't know. <laughs> we'll get to that with the Sentinels. <laughs> but I, I feel like, in my opinion, he doesn't seem to care. He's very self-centered and probably not going to change. Although I would be interested to see what long-term fighting by Sejuani could potentially do to him. I don't know if that would change him in any way. Mm. That's a good question. The thing I th- I think with Olaf that could be a lot of fun, and I think you get little hints of it maybe in Shadow and Fortune, is that, um, like because of the fact that his whole like his, his like if he dies like that's the end of his character arc for obvious reasons, right? I mean, aside from the fact that he's dead, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but like I think you could really play around with it, and it's almost becomes like 
kind of like like black comedy in that like you can do anything <laughs> to him as a writer, right? And he will still live through it. Like you could even I would I think what would be fun would be to have it be that like fate itself has like twisted around to give him that shitty peaceful death right <laughs> he <laughs> he's like want. um yeah and it's like and then you can do a lot of crazy shit with that and you have a lot of fun with it and you can just you just throw him at anything and well how is he gonna survive this because he has to right like yeah. he's ordained to it's kind of like um i don't remember characters names i only saw deadpool 2 once but the character who was really lucky and like oh, that was her yeah. superpower I, yeah that's kind of like that yeah i was thinking um from metal gear solid domino? 2 was it domino domino yeah hmm and then MGS2, I don't know. There's, there's, I don't remember what her name is, but she's like her whole shtick is that she can't die, and b- bullets will like go around her and shit. Mm. So it's kind of similar, right? Where like she just wants to die, and he's kind of in the same boat, right? And so you have tons of fun with something like that. Yeah, I could see that. And then his nice, peaceful, quiet death. He's just so mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Rumpf, <laughs> scowling to his death. Yeah. <laughs> Reading his bio was like reliving every game I've ever played against an Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just sends scores of people at him and he's just yeah. like, eh, donker. Especially in the current state of League. <laughs> What's what? Uh, I mean, he hasn't really changed that much in his in-game design, right? Like, yeah, it's been pretty consistent. I think so. I think just items right Including now. Including really... even his icons. Like, this yeah. is a man who's gone through no change. <laughs> There's a reason he's got six lines. <laughs> One of his icons came up on Maldo the other day. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> is this 2009 bullshit? I'm trying to think. I know there's like there's like some purple squiggles and there's like an orange squiggle. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> now, one thing about this, uh, this bio, the first line says, uh, most men would say that death is a thing to be feared. None of those men would be Olaf. This is the first of two not like the other guys moments that Olaf has in his stories. That I really <laughs> think about that. He's a pick me guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I'll bring. Uh, yeah, when we get to the other story, I'll bring it up too. Okay. The second one's even better. I think I know which one you're talking about. He doesn't have a lot, so it's like I know. Even right? a guess. So if they were to rework Olaf because I could see that happening not um, in game wise but like a visual update right mm. has he had a visual update or anything I don't think so maybe some particle <laughs> and like effects to like clean it up a, a little I would bet yeah yeah. But, but I, yeah I don't know what do you think that they would do to his lore maybe that would be different uh, I kind of hope they wouldn't do much to it because like I said I, I think it's, it's not like the most original thing but it is a fun straightforward thing it's a really good like uh guest D&D character like for a one at one oh, session that's true because they're mm-hmm. expendable right <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like a like a recurring NPC yeah who keeps right? like surviving encounters right. you know something like that I, uh, I you think... know what I would like them to do to his lore hmm. maybe give him his own goddamn story and have him stop yeah. being a sidekick in his own <laughs> side story <laughs> yeah that would be nice if at the bio there was a little link that said read Olaf's story instead of fucking nothing Right. Yeah. I, okay yeah that's, he doesn't have a color story did he ever have a color story and it's just gone you don't know when no. he did the old lore you didn't see anything no, no. no. wow I, God, you're fucking right I didn't even think about that <laughs> not even like a little like he goes into a bar and picks a fight with someone's story which like I think is their default color story right yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean the thing is is that like 
Shadow and Fortune, it might as well be his color story. And it's like I guess. He's such an easy win. You get his voice, a, which is nice, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an easy win from a lore perspective because I think anybody could with half a brain could write the Olaf color story. Yes. Like mm-hmm. it's just do it. You get a few easy pieces of lore <laughs> that can be fun. You know? Just do it, Riot. Give just Olaf a color story twelve years later. Get an AI to <laughs> write it. It would probably figure it out, you know, like <laughs> Oh man, I'd love that. <laughs> I don't know. All right, everyone's like, homework. Write an Olaf color story. All right. Olaf was angry. He went and fought and didn't die. And he's still angry. Like, there you go, right? Yeah. It's easy peasy. Um, like there, there's a reason. There's a whole fan comic called Olaf versus everything. Yeah, honestly, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what they would do. They'd probably make him more connected to stuff. I mean, I think you, you could do more with, like, the Winter's Claw stuff. Because I feel like they giving us more info on what they're up to. I know they're getting Orn's soup or whatever. But <laughs> oh my them, God, I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. Right? But having them do something a little more interesting, like maybe they got Then the getting soup. soup? Mark, <laughs> what could be more interesting? You know what? I stand fucking correct. Right? They go to the store. They go to the Campbell aisle. <laughs> Cream of mushroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I can make a casserole with this. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming white up. American shit. <laughs> Chef Bornardie. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Somebody, any artist out there, please make a Chef Bornardie. <laughs> is there any champion that, like, is like a Fate Weaver type? I'm trying to think. I, I, I can't remember oh. champions right now. Hmm. I don't know. But I think like the so. closest we could come is maybe Zillion. Maybe. I don't know. I Wouldn't that be fun? Zillion is like purposely trolling Olaf for some reason. He's died in a thousand other <laughs> they realities. Had, <laughs> they had like a spat once over soup. <laughs> Obviously. They're trying to see who Orn could get got more the soup last... in their beard. Oh, I was going to say, Orn got the last bowl of soup and Zillion, he had a day, man. And he was going to get some soup. It was He was looking forward to it while at work the whole time. <sighs> <laughs> now he just follows. He just follows he just Olaf around, alting him anytime he's about to die. Oh my god, yeah. that's great! Oh, I think there is actual fuck. There's something there. I do kind of like it. <laughs> but yeah, if I, if they treated him a little like a Mundo type, almost because there there's kind of some similarities there. Similarities there too, right? They're both very. Uh, you can just, just do anything to them, and they'll just they'll both live through it. So you know, you can play with some yeah. that idea of it. Could be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. And, like, get good... I mean, you can get good comedic writing for that, too. Like, he'd be a good combination where, like, he can do serious stories, but he can also do comedic stories fine. Like, I feel like his role in Shadow and Fortune was, like, more comedic. Oh, yeah. Despite it being action-y. And then his Dead of Winter was kind of more serious. Like, he fits equally well into and both then, of them you just rise of the sentinels yeah so don't just don't get gas from every orifice <laughs> you just got to be careful you know right you just gotta know hilarious what, yeah like what's comedic about him it's not that he's he's constantly farting right <laughs> <laughs> hilarious though it is you know but yeah we can only take the pull my finger so many times a lot <laughs> all right so who wants speaking to, of uh... shadow and fortune <laughs> Like by Graham McNeil. Shadow and fart chin. <laughs> How about you shut the fuck up, Mark? You're, you're yelling at John for Chef Ornardi. Yeah, his was way better. <laughs> you 
you came up with shadow and parchin you have a younger baby so i'm gonna let it slide oh, okay. you're probably getting less sleep than us uh, yeah exactly I, mean, I, I liked it i'm running on an <laughs> empty tank right now um yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll do it. I mean, we've talked about the, like the main plot a million times. I think the thing to know with Olaf is that for the most part, he almost is like a cameo. He, whereas like Lucian and Misfortune and, and others and Ilawi, um, kind of intermingle a lot more. Olaf will show up like just a little bit with them, and he he just kind of goes along with them, and I don't think does anything when he's with them, and then just leaves, and he's back off to his own little <laughs> thing. So he's just like this little plot line that runs kind of parallel. Um, but that the harrowing has come to Bilgewater. Olaf is there. He had come down with his crew called, on the ship called the Winter's Kiss, and they had slain a kraken worm, and they were going to try and uh, slaughter it and sell it. And I don't know if they're going to take the proceeds back to the Winter's Claw or whatever. They want money. Um, and it starts out with him like three, like three hours deep into cutting into this thing. He's down in his guts, and he takes out a, a tooth, and he steps out, and the fucking harrowing shows up. Um, and it kills the rest of his crew, and Olaf's like, yeah, this is it. This is good. I'm all about this fucking life. And then the ghost of the Kraken Worm shows up and he's like, yes, there's even like a poetic like, oh, I killed it and it's going to kill me. We could fight each other for eternity maybe. He's, he fucking loves it. Um, that being said, it eventually throws him and he gets kind of tangled up in sheets and then along come Misfortune and Lucian and they cut him free and he just kind of travels with them for a bit. Like they, It doesn't say that he does anything and they're kind of looking out over the city and he's just looking for that worm, and he sees that worm and just jumps off a fucking cliff to go fight that worm. <laughs> and then the last thing we see is, like, after the whole thing has happened, he kind of washes up amongst the ruins. He's pulled up on a ship by someone who's kind of, like, you know, pillaging the, the ruins post-harrowing. Uh, and the guy's going to steal Olaf's, Olaf's axe, but Olaf wakes up and says, don't take that fucking axe or I'll kill you. That's, <laughs> that's mostly it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I feel like this story has something that uh, is going to bother me about Olaf in, like, all of his stories. His whole thing, right, is wanting to be, wanting to go down fighting this massive beast. Um, and we specifically, like, and he does fight the shadow of this beast when the ruination comes, like, uh all by himself but it also says like oh yeah we fought this kraken worm technically there were like 30 other guys that stabbed it first but like i got the killing stab so like that's still pretty good for me right like bitch go fight this guy by yourself you want to die why are you letting 30 other people stab it first go fight this asshole that's a good point there is i do like he's thinking about it and he's like there was a moment where the ship was about to keel over and i was gonna get thrown into its maw and then the, the helmsman damn his strong shoulder right at the fucking thing. <laughs> so I, feel I like did almost... write that down. <laughs> but then Svarvel the helmsman curse his mighty shoulder <laughs> centered the rudder to right the ship. And I, <laughs> all I could think of was fucking Homer Simpson with stupid sexy flint. <laughs> 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 Stupid, sexy Sparfell. What an old pole. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little snippet of that fight where maybe he like where he is like yelling at them to stop throwing harpoons and shit. <laughs> you know, and he's like just demanding like, no, like, fuck off. Stop. I wanted to fucking kill <laughs> this me. This is mine, it. damn it. <laughs> There's also one moment in the story that seemed pretty lazy. Uh, oh, 
The Freljordian named himself Olaf, a warrior of the rightful Mistress of Ice, and after shaking off his concussion, he declared his intentions to join them until he could fight the most dangerous spirit within the Black Mist. Seems very like, uh, just like describing a lot of stuff that could have been a, a, a fun, like, actual interaction. I feel like they did this yeah. a few other stories, too, where they were like, and then she uh, she went off with all the passion that uh, on this tirade and doesn't actually tell you what she says or anything like that. I know, it just uh, seemed yeah. very much like they could have done something fun with it. But they were like, ah, eh. <laughs> we'll fill it in later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, I don't know. Maybe it was like they were kind of running up against like a length thing because there's like a lot in here that's going on with Lucian and Misfortune and maybe it was like they're just trying to edit it down where they could and Olaf is not as important a piece but it would have been fun I agree yeah Misfortune also says at some point that all ice dwellers are mad and that's just because she hasn't met our boy Brom yet because (laughs) the ruined king happens after this but Mm. don't worry she'll fall in love soon enough (laughs) like everyone else in that game to Brom (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah, I, I think there is like, there's almost like, it's almost like slapstick comedy, the way this thing like hurls <laughs> Olaf about. And he's like crashing through buildings and shit. And the fact that he's not dead, like I'm telling you, there is something at work that is keeping his ass alive. <laughs> and I kind of like it. <laughs> so you can do anything to him and he'll get back up, you know? Yeah. Or it's just like a gross misunderstanding of how the human body would survive slamming into walls. So powerfully they nah, go he through bi- them. He's big. He's big. <laughs> I know he's big. He's not, he's not the incredible hole. It means he has more HP. He's got more meat points. <laughs> I do That's like. True. I'm constantly hitting him with skill shots and he just stands there. Seriously. I do like at the, the very start. One thing I kind of liked about Olaf in, in this little interaction at the start, because he's inside this worm and he's cutting it up. And he gets his big ass tooth. And he's like, "Okay, this is good." And he exits out through the asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this passing fisherman's like, "Did that thing just shit you out?" And he immediately <laughs> has like a little line of like, "Oh yeah, I couldn't pay the fare, so I let it swallow me, and it took me south." He's a little quick witted, and I kind of found that a little surprising about Olaf. Right? <laughs> yeah, because you definitely don't hear that in his quotes at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> the fisherman said, "What?" <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. He's even in like uh, the other one, the the soup story. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Dead of winter. <laughs> Dead of winter. He's kind of a little poetic, you know. He's he speaks in a way where you, he's not like super dumb. I guess is what I think. You know, he's he's a little more. I don't know, not poignant. He, you know, it's like he's 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 a little elo- a little eloquent, more so than yeah. I expect for a guy who like. Can barely speak when he's in his battle rage and is like chewing his cheeks <laughs> yeah. up and shit. Also, my god, the fucking canker sores. I had like three canker sores this week. <laughs> I cannot fucking imagine chewing my cheeks to like a pulp. But why do you have so many canker sores? Are you okay, Mark? I think it's a stress thing. <laughs> Probably. Why are you stressed? What? You're fine. I know, right? <laughs> just easy street, just coasting over here. <sighs> well, uh, Next story, also by Graham McNeil, is Dead of Winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess we only talked about this in the we only talked about this in the fall thing, right? We didn't talk about this on an episode, is that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. I think so because I don't think there's anyone in it that we'd hit yet, or yeah. people we'd we'd already done them. Like Leona's in it, but we had already done Leona. Yeah, well, um, not, she's not in this, but uh, she's in the call. Never mind. 
Leave me alone. <laughs> the call, the fall. Who knows? The call, the fall, dead of winter, soup, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same shit. <laughs> so I guess maybe people are like, what the fuck are they talking about soup? What are these assholes on about? I know. They're like, well, I didn't, uh, was there soup in the call? There's just soup splashing everywhere. <laughs> it's thrown cinematic. all over the fucking place. <laughs> It's, it's rivers a... of tomato. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite soup? Oh wow! Oh shit! You f- I, I love soup. I don't know if I could choose one. I like it. I'm a good. I'm a chowder man myself. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like mo- creamy. Moving to New England was the move for you then, huh? Yeah, I, I have found yeah. that I do love the clam chowder. I don't like clam chowder, but like chicken, like corn, like corn chowder, chicken corn, chowder, some bacon some in creamy it, creamy dumpling, chicken soup. <laughs> I like dumpling. I like dump. I, I just like tomato soup. I'm just I'm, I'm a I'm a simple man with simple tastes. I'm a big fan of beef stew. I like to make that this. Whoa, well, that's mm. stew. That's a, yeah. We're talking no. about soup here. I'm Stay focused. Cheating. Sorry, god damn it. <laughs> the purpose of this podcast. Come on. <laughs> Okay, soup fan cast. <laughs> hey y'all welcome to our soup podcast soups a ruse <laughs> keeping it soup <laughs> all soup for you <laughs> oh fuck anyway dead of winter oh yeah i, I couldn't remember what the fuck we, the story was um <laughs> what is happening so the winter's claw it's uh they're they're starving right and they're trying to get food and it's mostly an action piece of them hunting a it's like a mammoth. I don't remember what it's actually called. Um, and Olaf's there, and they're they're hunting that mammoth. <laughs> and uh, I would have liked if that's where you ended it. <laughs> and Olaf's and there. Olaf's there. <laughs> uh, they hunt the mammoth. They do kill it, but it falls off a cliff, and then it's like the ice beneath it cracks, and it falls into the sea. So they are. This is mostly a Sejuani piece. Said they kind of return from their hunt with no food, and they're kind of faced up against the problem of like. The winter's going to come, and it's going to be the shittiest winter in a fucking while, and we have no food. What are we going to do? Um, and then Sejuani kind of remembers this story about Orn's soup pot that, like, once you, if you eat from it once, it fills your belly. They've got, like, some guy who, along who's, like, got no arms and legs or whatever. He's, like, an invalid. <laughs> he hangs out with them. Um, but he's, he's like, knows the story. He supposedly has eaten from this soup pot. So Sejuani kind of resolves to, like, you know, we got to roll the hard six. We're going to climb the fucking mountain, which the earth sign are on, um, and we're going to take Orn's soup pot for us. And and, Ol- and she's telling, and like, the very end, she's telling to Olaf, and she's like, well, the rest of the tribe's not going to like this, but this is what we're going to do. And he's like, yeah, they're not going to like it, but I love it. So. <laughs> that would be a glorious death. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, during this story, Sejuani uh, is talking about the warriors of Lockfire. And says, its warriors were typically rangy, lean, and stoic. Shedding blood alongside Olaf the Berserker for many years had taught Sejuani that he was none of these things. <laughs> <laughs> He's big, beefy. Oh, God. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but, you know, it's implied. They do say that he's so big that people will kind of, like, joke that his his mama must have laid with a troll to get him that big. <laughs> but they don't say it to his face. Yeah, they said he's he as looks... big as Sejuani is when she's mounted on top of Bristle. Oh my yeah. god, he looks so very tiny in League. And not like, like I know Galio is massive compared to what you see in League, but he looks big in League. Olaf just looks like a little twink. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Shit. Yeah, I, I think it's... an insult, I'm just saying. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard because with Galio, like, you can... 
when they're like really big like Galio, that's one thing. But when they're in this like mm-hmm. weird kind of in between space like Olaf, like I would not have known that if this story in particular had said it. Because even in like Shadow and Fortune, they're like, oh, he's big, but it's like, okay, yeah, he's like big compared to like Misfortune. And Whatever, shit. yeah, yeah, not like <laughs> right. as tall as a person riding like essentially a horse almost, right? Like, yeah, that's I feel like that was like the whole reason why in the call they had like a glacier fall on top of it <laughs> so that he could just have it break off his shoulders They're like oh i see he's a big boy he's big a, beefy he's boy a, he's a big boy he needs soup <laughs> he's gonna need two spoonfuls of soup. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah uh, yeah i like this the action a, in this yeah, yeah it was yeah. very cool this was unfortunately also example two of Olaf slowly stalking uh, a big creature that would have probably given him a great death if he had gone for it. This one I'll excuse a little bit more because he's working more with Sejuani in the Winter's Claw on this one, and she kind of made it clear, like, hey, cut your shit. Because it did look like he was going to go in at one point, and she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, I... That's like a that's a little bit of a hard like thing to kind of um what is the thing where you make two things kind of work together? I don't know. It, it's it's like weird that, <laughs> Yeah, it's a little dissonant that he wouldn't ignore her when he thought this is it. Um I would like maybe if okay, if you were gonna do something more with his lore, get into that relationship a bit more and why it yes, is he, Yes, yes. Yeah, I agree. Because um, if they've been fighting together for years, I mean, Olaf's not heartless at this point, you know, like we know mm-hmm. he's still a, a, a human man, you know. A big yeah. one, but I mean, he's, he's got a big heart. And she, and, and it's never fully explained, but it is said that she is like, at this point, she's the only one that we know of that can cut through his berserker haze just by talking mm, to him. Yeah. She's kind of like the fucking, you know, the, the. What's her name for the Incredible Hulk? Exactly. Yeah. God, she, she's name? the Black Widow to the Hulk. Oh, I was thinking of like, you know, the love interest in. Oh, no, I was thinking of Black Widow when she, like, would do his, like, you know, sun's going down type Oh, you put your hand up speech. so you were, like, doing, like, the Velociraptor Chris Pratt. She thing. fucking does that to it. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking, like, you know, Liv Tyler. What's her name? Oh. Yeah. I'm loving this weird mix of these these things that y'all are combining here. It's 800 here. different Incredible Hulks. I'm not, like, a comic book person. I'm so sorry. I know she's not just Liv Tyler, but I know the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk best. <laughs> That's my Hulk. You choose your Hulk when it's your turn to pray to Hulk. (laughs) You go ahead and choose what's his name all you want. (laughs) Now, when uh, when they're hunting too, it said uh, an animal this size would feed the winter's claw for a week. They also say that they had been stalking and hunting it for a week. It seems like kind of diminishing return. <laughs> you know what? She's she's not good in like the long term logistics. The KPIs just don't line up for Sejuani. <laughs> <you know? laughs> also, real dick move from Sejuani here. The mammoth is laying down, and she says, "Get up! You are a king of the Freljord. You don't die on your knees." And then uh, when it charges her. She fucking smacks it in the knee with her flail to knock it down again. <laughs> That's how they do in the Freljord. Like, if you're going to knock it down, just let it stay down. Don't make it get up just so you can take its kneecap out. <laughs> Bible don't say nothing about kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Sejuani's so a, a cl- real big some fan. classic Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that was referenced to. Yeah. I'm sorry, he didn't say it that way. He he <laughs> he was more eloquent when he said it. <laughs> right? Doesn't the Bible have some specific things about murder? It does. <laughs> pew, pew. A little it less is specific. Somewhat less specific of, about yeah. kneecaps. Yeah. Wow, John, really have it memorized. Uh, all the cool kids do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So am I not line. cool? Right. Uh, so moving on to the next note, <gasps> <back back. gasps> honey. Uh, sensing an opening, Sejuani asked, "Are you ever going to tell me why you went south?" Mm-hmm. No, said the berserker. I don't think uh-huh, I will. Uh-huh, Some tales uh-huh. are best left in the past. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah we we all want to forget uh, about the Rooney. Uh, oh, <laughs> Sentinels. I, I thought you were talking about how he goes down on her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> he would talk about that with her. They're open in their relationship. <laughs> they have nice communication. No. Um, <laughs> their love really... story is what Nunu read about when he was talking about, mm, you know, yeah. the barbarian oh. kissing the, the yeah. war mother. And the war <gasps> mother kisses the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know what? I would, okay, I just, now that you're saying that, you know what I would like to see is I would like to see Sejuani meet up and to see kind of like him as like a weird foil or parallel to Trinomir. Because Trinomir also has battle rage shit that goes mm, on. I like that. Yeah. Maybe not even a That's, romantic thing with him yeah. and Sedge, but just like... Because it, it's, it's weird because like they have just more of a loyalty relationship, whereas Trinomir yeah. and Ash have the romantic thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. so you could... You can, yeah, I, oh, I like that idea. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found our next story. <laughs> but can Olaf be the lead? Don't make him the sidekick in this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and then Trindamir also. I'm sure he's also a sidekick in all of the stories he's in. Yeah. I'm, if I'm going to guess. Probably. I guess we'll find out when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Trind, trind, Trindaloff. That's their... Oh. <laughs> Olamir. That's that's spoken for already. (laughs) Olamir? Basically. I'm confused. Olamar? From, you know, from uh, Pikmin? Oh, Oh, wow. I thought it was going to be another Firefly thing or something. (laughs) (laughs) I was was thinking Warcraft. I completely, I like completely fucking forgot. (laughs) Jesus. Is that the guy's name in Pikmin? I didn't know that. You only know that because it's Super Smash Brothers. Don't act like you've ever played Pikmin. I mean, even though I hadn't played it, I knew his name was Olimar. Oh, well, John just knows everything about video games. (laughs) 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 We really got to start video recording these because that was great. (laughs) Uh, Next up in canon stories that are canon. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you don't want them to be, we have Rise of the Sentinels. <laughs> I'm glad you have just one little bullet point on this because yeah. I cannot take going over it again. So my yeah, bullet point on this one is go listen to our Ruination episode <laughs> uh, for our thoughts about uh, Olaf and Rise of the Sentinels because they're not great. Uh, mm. Reading, honestly, reading Shadow and Fortune, I thought the sen- like the Sentinels of Light storyline would have been a great opportunity for Olaf to stay true to his word in Shadow and Fortune. And come back to Bilgewater, knowing that this is like a yearly thing that he really wants to be a part of. So I thought it would have been really cool if they actually ran into him in Bilgewater again. But nope, wasted opportunity there too. They just met him in the Freljord, like fucking whatever. He passing gases out of his orifices. You know how he does. Yeah, fuck. I keep forgetting that he's in it, to be honest. I mean, I don't because like he's got that, 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 
that gas thing might be my one of my least favorite <laughs> things about it. But it really that's is fair. That's fair. God, it really is impressive how like we are so far removed from that thing, and just it continues to disappoint in new and exciting ways. <laughs> I know. I even that is truly. That. If I, that's the only screenshot I remember from Rise of the Sentinels, is that shot of Olaf, and it says that he passes gas from every orifice, <laughs> every orifice. in his body. Every orifice. Every 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 one. His eyes fart. Fucking eyeballs. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say is farting dicks, and I'm just going to leave it at that, all right? <laughs> oh, Mark, I didn't even go there. And his yeah. little foreskin would flap. <laughs> <laughs> Why did uh, you have to get so specific? Because <laughs> the visual popped in my head, and it was Mark's fault. And so it had to be in your head, too. Not your, John, you were collateral damage. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and so we're everyone who's listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> That's so you should see a doctor about <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm so sorry to whoever wrote that line, truly. But I'm curious if you thought it was the funniest thing that had ever been written. Because, you know, I've been there. I write comedic novels. And sometimes they're not all winners, you know? <laughs> but I'll think it's the funniest shit that's ever been written. Nine, I'm going to say 90% chance it was written by Vladimir Cole. That's my guess. He was the, uh, he was the riot. Uh... Uh, the vampire? You're gonna correct me the on that fact that Vlad's not a vampire, but <laughs> no, he was the uh, he he's was... actually a blood hemorrhager or whatever they're called. <laughs> he was the head of Riot Fun and Propaganda, uh, which was an actual department they had, uh, and he was he was basically like the PR guy, and he had put on the website that you could take a tour of the Riot orifices, <laughs> and. We used to get player support tickets about it all the time. Like, hey, did you know there's typos here? And we'd, we'd reach out to him and he'd be like, it's not a typo. It's a funny joke. I'm not fixing it. It's a funny joke. <laughs> Working John, as wow. What a cut. Like, yeah. that, that's honestly, that could be it. <laughs> and everyone else was like, please, can we, can we please take this out? Please, for the love of God. And he was like, no, I am the vampire of this office. <laughs> he just hissed at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to think like true blood. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, want to learn a little bit about old Vladimir? Sure. Do we have any final what thoughts? I don't Olaf, think we have any though. final thoughts on. Or yeah, well, old, old Olaf. Olaf. <laughs> old off. We haven't gotten to old Vladimir yet. I'm sorry. Oh my! Yeah. I didn't even fuck. Jeez. Oh, I didn't even hear you say that. I thought he was trying to make um, a wordplay joke with old Olaf. Mm. And it would just be Olaf <laughs> or Oldoff. John's just nodding at me. He's giving me like the eyes. It's like, I love you so much, honey. But shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the, the head oh, is empty, shit. but the face is nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, old Olaf bio. I'm so lucky. I have just a huge rack. <laughs> uh, this bio actually starts remarkably similar to uh, current Olaf. He's still a berserker. He's still part of the Lockfar. They had that shit locked down even back then. Um, but then he was on his way to plunder a distant world known only to legend when a storm kicks up and then he finds himself just south of Damasia. Um, and he said oh this God. unfamiliar place stunned and frightened the berserker for Lokfar <laughs> is not privy to such potent magicians. Approaching them, Olaf hoped that they could use their mysterious powers to send him back to his people. 
A bargain was struck, Olaf would use his awesome prowess as a warrior to serve the unusual wars of Valoran in the League of Legends. And in exchange, (laughs) the sorcerers would find him a way to return. Despite his participation in the League, Olaf knows better than to trust the finger-wagglers that run the Institute of War. He deliberately keeps details of his life and home from them. After all, with enough information, they would most certainly find the Lokfarians and dominate them as they have dominated all of Valoran, keeping both quietly and unwittingly in their thrall. So Olaf was just hanging out and he got like Wizard of Oz (laughs) out of his home. Yeah. That was their explanation. There was a storm carried his big old ass out of his region and into Demacia, was it? Yeah. 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 It happens to Frog. Where he is somehow the only person who managed to, to, to see to... the early corruption of the Institute of War. He, he had, like, he rolled a nat 20 on fucking insight. Yeah, for being this, <laughs> this, 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 like, I don't want to say idiot, but, like, this, like, berserker caveman who's, like, <laughs> who's been, like, Encino-manned into, like, Demacia. <laughs> He was afraid of the magicians, but he saw the political intrigue. (laughs) (laughs) You know what also doesn't make sense about that is that he's working for them so that they can find a way to get him home, but also does not want them to find his home. It makes no fucking sense. Open a portal, but don't look. (laughs) (laughs) You promised. No pixies. Pinky swear it. (laughs) The highest, yeah. Oh man! I'm just amazed that their explanation was there was a big old storm and then he was in Demacia. <laughs> womp womp. Man, <laughs> isn't this so much better? Like, I know he doesn't have a lot of lore, but isn't it like, hey, he's got like an oh, actual thing that he like a motivation, not just like it was like one of those things where they couldn't think of an actual thing to do with him. So yeah. it's like, hey, he's from this other fucking place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man! And I wonder when we'll get Lockfar on the map. <laughs> They'll change it. It'll be an island somewhere that no one leaves. I think it is on the map. You're talking about now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's on the map of Runeterra, actually. There's a peninsula oh. um, in, like, northwestern Freljord. Oh, it's kind of like the left Freljord. wing that is the, the Anivia, that is the Freljordian continent. Or not continent. Region. I don't know. I really haven't looked at the map very much. Is the Freljord shaped like Anivia? I think it is. Um, if you look That's at it. That's cool as shit. It is super cool. <laughs> I fucking think it's super fucking cool. Just it's, nerd out over the shape. You of said like you said that like you've been telling people nonstop this, and everyone's just been like, <laughs> "Yeah, like, fucking yeah, whatever, whatever, Mark." <laughs> this guy and his fucking Anivia stories. That's so stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's because like it is cool. Was... You're right. I keep telling Sarah, and she laughs at me. She doesn't give a shit. Says, Mark, stop fucking talking about the Freljord. <laughs> Come fucking please feed the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then you stop. just tell the baby about the Freljord. <laughs> Oh, man. Now he shows up in two oh, Journal of Justice episodes oh, Jesus. or issues, both issues. in the Mailbag of Justice. That was beautiful. Thank you Thank for bringing you. that back. Thank you. Uh, issue 11. While summoning the champion Olaf during routine matches, this summoner has heard him mention his fondness of long beards and large belt buckles. Other champions seem to share this, such as Zillion, Gragas, and Gangplank, the latter of which Zillion. obviously follows a similar trend as Olaf. Has the Journal of Justice witnessed any encounters between these champions? And then they say, uh, funny you should ask this question. Marolife. Oh, that was his name. Marolife. I was like, the fuck? 
My notes are hard to read from here. I've been drinking. Uh, Gragas recently <laughs> invited the Journal of Justice staff down to the Lamplighter Inn in Noxus for a promotional event for his wildly popular brewery. After more rounds of graggy ice than would be proper to publish, our beloved bearded champions got into a heated argument about the intricacies of facial hair grooming. The disagreement erupted into a brawl that nearly n- leveled Noxus's Vexalian Square, only to be abated by the promise of a beard brawl bowl at a later date. Gragas has been petitioning the League to allow the fight on the field of justice, with only bearded or mustached champions in the lineup. Although the League does not have a history of allowing personal grudge matches onto its field, perhaps it will make an exception for its highly regarded champions. I imagine that Knox's commercial district would certainly appreciate staying intact for another decade. I don't know if this ever happened. I don't think But this clearly did. they were trying to set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess like they couldn't get any hype around the beard bowl. Get the beard <laughs> off. <laughs> the beard off. The beard brawl bowl. <laughs> it's a mouthful. I mean, the, it happens at the same time as the puppy bowl, and I mean, which one are you going to watch? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I haven't watched a puppy bowl in years. <laughs> we gotta watch that this, this year. year. <laughs> uh, next up, issue 22. Someone said, I'm curious about the origins of Olaf and Brand. Uh, could uh, I, yeah. I'm curious if the origins of Olaf and Brand could give us heightened insight on the true extent of the Rune War's effect on our world. Have there been any efforts to talk to Olaf in particular to compare histories and see if any of the world-shaking effects of the Rune Wars had repercussions even in Olaf's far-off and mysterious continent of Lokfar? And if so, what were they? Um, and then basically uh, they said... Um, uh, <laughs> they said nothing. Uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, shit, we didn't we think about that." Shit, we said some shit. What are the What are the rune wars? Someone Google it. Honestly, that's that's basically literally the Olaf. Since he arrived at the League of Legends, has notoriously withheld information about Lockfar. I've seen firsthand what happens when someone gets too nosy, so I opted to speak with Brand instead. And Brand was basically just like, "I don't give a shit about you mortals. Like, <laughs> why are you asking me?" Right. I forgot that old Brand was from. Like, was possessing somebody from Lockfar as well, right? Like that. Oh. Yeah. So he's always been from the... F- we were doing Lolrol, and we put in Brand, and it said he was just from Runeterra. It didn't say he was from the Freljord. Oh, and I was like, oh, excuse, um, excuse you. Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, Lolrol. <laughs> Brand is from the Freljord. Oh, man. But that's all the old lore we got. We yeah, got uh, a few cinematics... We mentioned the call. That one's canon, which is—I mean, if you haven't seen it, I, I find it unlikely you haven't seen it. But if you haven't, it's an amazing cinematic that picks up right where <clears throat> Dead of Winter leaves off, uh, and it looks like things are not looking great for the Winter's Claw in their quest to get the mighty soup. Um, <laughs> although during Dead of Winter, Sejuani was mentally pretty excited when a few warriors died, since it would be less people to feed. So maybe her and Olaf being the only ones to make it out isn't so bad. Sure. Although. If they make it out, then they're also going to have unlimited food. So, uh. you know, it's a win-win. Soup. All right. So <laughs> fucking bad right now. It's an Olive Garden <laughs> up there. <laughs> we actually kept joking that Olive Garden was going to be our first date night after the baby got here, and you know what? I'm still fine with I that. I still beer. want that. Yeah. Shit. Mm. <laughs> it's not even good. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then he also shows up in the Rise cinematic. Where there's a big stone Olaf that makes the bridge that's used by ambition to get into the Vain Uzi fight. Nice. Cool. 
which is, I imagine has to be a very confusing sentence if you haven't seen the rise in America. But, I feel you know. like most people probably have, right? <laughs> it's like you speak in another language. Next up, we've got some quotes. Not well. a lot, because he obviously <laughs> doesn't have a lot of quotes. Uh, but I, I guess speaking of Simpsons, he has a quote that says, Urge to kill Rising, which is a Homer Simpson reference. Yeah. God, I did not watch The Simpsons very much. You're really throwing in references. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good uh. one. <laughs> I did. I watched a bit. Some friends as a kid. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I was just edgier. I liked South Park. Oh shit! shit. Fucking cool. I'm so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Or I was. I don't like South Park anymore. But back then, I was super cool. So cool. (laughs) Say ass and damn to your parents. Say shit. (laughs) Oh, I said that for you. My parents didn't give a shit. Uh, Broloff has a few quotes. Uh, I came here to kick butt. And drink Graggy. And it looks like I'm all out of Graggy. Do nuke him. So, right? no, I no. like how you reference what they act like what that's actually from. I feel like I never knew what that was actually from. That's just like a mm-hmm. So that's from what they live? They live. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's from they live. Duh. I'm think I It's just been mocked so, or not that's mocked. That's what it is. I, I, yeah. It's been referenced. <laughs> referenced, that's the word, so many times that I would not have been able to tell you what the hell that's from. I've yeah. also never seen they live. Huh. Uh, and then he's got uh, <laughs> he's got another quote that says you can't arrest me my dad owns a dealership which is a, an Aqua Teen Hunger Force holy shit <laughs> dude I used to fucking love Aqua Teen Hunger Force I before I ever like even yesterday. smoked pot <clears throat> were you watching it yesterday it's, it's fucking good man it is funny it's really funny <laughs> it's honestly very good <laughs> but yeah you guys ready for some fucking AUs? I am. Let me get those skins up on my screen. Did you want to talk right. about the... That sounded so dumb. Oh, no, no. No, AUs. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll talk about it. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll talk about it. Okay. I don't know what you're referencing, but you bet I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Why did I ever uh, doubt? <laughs> so, I this isn't... The first two things I'm going to talk about aren't technically AUs. One is Olaf versus everything, which... I mean, he fights a lot of people, and I never bring it up in their in their episodes, but since it's like a comic about him... It's worth bringing up here. Sure. Uh, this was kind of a, a community collab comic series about um, Olaf fighting everything. Uh, he encounters lots of champions, most of which are decked out in their AU outfits of some sort. Um, you know, he fights through like the monster hunters. He fights through like the the Bilgewater skins and all that. And uh, yeah, it's basically just like a fun fun comic of him fighting random shit. Yeah, really fun premise. Yeah, um, and then. We have Broloff, the king of Bromacia, <laughs> uh, which doesn't have AU lore, but it does have its own live-action trailer starring the voice actor of Broloff, Logan Margulies. There's a bra in this splash art. What? what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. Oh, I thought you meant bra like B-R-A-H, because he is a bra. Oh. <laughs> He's a bra. He's <laughs> a lot of bra. <laughs> chug, chug. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, at the time, Logan was a lawyer for Riot when he did the Broloff thing. Uh, he then moved in to become the director of player support. Um, but yeah, he was he was the voice actor and he was also starring in this trailer. The sound quality in this video 
is fucking choice. <laughs> it, it really sounds like somebody set a laptop on the table <laughs> and just let the audio. <laughs> and you know what? That's probably yeah. what happened. Yeah. Uh, also, in this video, you see a Nunu Willump cutout with like the original Nunu, Nunu Willump art. Mm. I have a picture of myself in front of that same cutout from when I, uh, when I was doing my interview there. I got a picture of it so I could send it to all my college friends who were uh, playing League at the time. You'll have to send that to me. We can post it on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, were you going to say Mark? Sorry. I said neat. Oh, I thought you were going to Sorry. I fucking said neat. You really gave me some tune there? <laughs> I said neat, you bitch. <laughs> so, just okay, anyway. Uh, there are some <laughs> gems in this video, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikasaur makes an appearance oh, in this shit. video. Oh, my God. Uh, Broloff immediately quotes the My New Haircut YouTube video, which was very oh, hot at this point of God. time on YouTube. Shit. He walks through the door and says, not now, chief. I'm in the zone. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, my God. Uh, Dude, uh, you get to right. see baby Alex Yee, uh, you know, executive producer of Arcane in this video uh you get to see jeff jew get iced remember when icing was a thing you get to see it happen it's the whole video is gold god what a time capsule right yeah like if you want (laughs) as sad as it is if you want to know what the company culture was like at riot like this it's this video, which I mean, this video was a parody, but that was actually that was it. <laughs> Shit, I mean, I think that's like internet comedy, like humor culture yeah. even at the time. Yeah, like those, like the part of the zeitgeist, which is fucking weird to think about. Almost really? not our not our proudest moments. Mm. You know, we went from Neopets to this, and <laughs> have some regrets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. First actual AU, we've got Marauder. I don't think I've ever fucking seen this skin. A horde of nomadic warriors with a taste for brutality, the Marauders are all that remain of the Mage Lord warrior culture, their ancient traditions abandoned in favor of anarchic shows of force. No dispute is settled until blood is spilled, even within their own ranks. They lost sight of what led their ancestors to war in the first place and what ultimately led to their victory. This one is Marauder Olaf. Uh, well, a lot of this just restates the. Well, Marauders <laughs> are the remnants of a brutal regime right, known as the Mage Lords, <laughs> who conquered more than half the world at the dawn of civilization. Though their empire has long since crumbled, its remaining armies now wage endless wars, seeking death and glory wherever they may find it. And we've got. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm so sorry to every skin that was released after Broloff, because it's like, why would you buy or have or use any yeah. other skin besides Broloff? Right? The culinary yeah, one. Even Pentakill it. gets blown the fuck out, right? Like. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm looking at um, Pentakill, the Lost Chapter Olaf, and. Okay, hi. <laughs> I've never seen that one. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Marauder. <laughs> Uh, no, we're past Marauder. Oh, we're shit. on to Culinary Masters oh, okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. He's real beefy in this. <laughs> Culinary Masters, the incredibly popular cooking competition reality series, is streaming now, everywhere, on all platforms, Ooh. all 1,000 episodes from each of the 50 seasons, even Culinary Masters superstars and celebrity Culinary Masters. Start binging today. I know it's a Ooh. joke, but I would binge the shit out of this. <laughs> 
I, I like this. This like cooking. I I guess I didn't realize there was a cooking show. AU is this the first one mm. in this that we've done? Um, I, I think Leona was in there. Barbecue Leona's part of I, this. Akali is also part of. Okay, this. I guess I. But I don't think we were doing skins. We weren't yet. doing skins when we got to Akali. Akali. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the mention of the TV part, Leona. Maybe I just I just no, me neither. I got distracted because there was some joke about brisket or something that really fucked me up. I remember that probably. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, this one's Butcher Olaf. He's the maestro of meat. The barbarian culinarian, <laughs> the great northern butcher of the winter's claw. He's here for alimentary victory or literal death. Give it up for Ola. <laughs> His arm looks like a sack filled with potatoes. <laughs> it's just so lumpy. Uh, next up, we got Dragon World. Set in a world where dragons roam free, each champion's either allied with the dragons or against them. Dragon World officially encompasses three skin lines, Dragon Slayer, Dragon Trainer, and Dragon Master. And this one is Dragon Slayer Olaf. A savage berserker from the hinterlands, Olaf sought a warrior's death in slaying dragons. One by one, the horrid beasts fell to his axe, and rumors even tell of him consuming the heart of a dragon he beheaded. Truth is, this act has only fanned the fire of his rage driving him to bring about the end of dragons. Who's in the splash with him? Uh, I think it's uh, D. Diana. D. Diana? D. Diana. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes I can't tell who people are in, <laughs> in skins. Face blindness. Your skin face blindness. <laughs> what? Skin face blindness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. <laughs> so, so gross. Uh, next up, we have the... The cannon skin. The Ruined King. <laughs> the Ruined King. Yeah. Uh, the Black Mist gathers, the harrowing comes, and the Ruined King has risen once more. Viego's corruption blankets Runeterra, turning friends into foes and bringing entire uh, nations to their knees. The only ones with the power to stop him are the Sentinels of Light, an ancient order led by Senna and Lucian. They must call upon champions from every corner of the realm to fight back the Black Mist and end the Ruined King's reign of terror once and for all. Yeah, whatever. It's one yeah. Sentinel Olaf. <laughs> After a vicious encounter on the Freljordian front, Olaf's <laughs> convinced to join the Sentinels to satiate his hunger for battle. And farts. And farts. It's part of it's in there. Only then would he have the power to challenge Viego, the greatest threat the world has ever seen, and satisfy his urge to fearlessly face death in glorious combat. More and more started sounding like, um, what's his name from Adventure Zone? <laughs> Angus. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sirs. Excuse me, sir. Glorious combat, please. <laughs> Uh, then we got Glacial, set in a world where each champion is a creature of ice or snow. So in the Glacial Olaf, the villagers thought it was an avalanche. Then they saw the axe. Mm. Is that it? That's it. Wow. That's okay. Glacial for you. All right. Woo. They should call this Snow Olaf. From, from the AU that brought you, that's no Glacier. <laughs> <laughs> Glacial, uh, an AU where champions are cold. <laughs> Olaf. <laughs> and finally, <clears throat> gotta clear my throat for this one. Pentakill. Leaning back. Let's go. 
Whew. Pentakill is also a virtual band in real life, comprised of League of Legends champions, which are performed by numerous musicians. Uh, each member of the band has a skin corresponding to their Pentakill alter ego, which is styled after modern-day heavy metal music. Uh, in a realm consecrated to dark and uncaring gods, where mortals clash in a ceaseless, bloody saga of metal, one band rose above all others, Pentakill, chosen of the noisome host. Now revered in temples and arenas across the land, their supremacy has become absolute, though a time of change is approaching, and the cycle may soon begin anew. So Olaf was actually the last one to join the group. Uh, so the other uh, four, Mordekaiser, uh, Sona, uh, Karthus, and Yorick, uh, they were off massacring folks all over the world, and then uh, when the Demonic Quartet finally reached the frozen waste of the Freljord, uh, tribe after tribe fell, the Howling Abyss howled for mercy, and villages were set ablaze until the whole world was ready to burn. Looking for a celebratory drink, the four entered Runeterra's last standing bar and found it empty, save for one man. Olaf was not in a sober state, and challenged the biggest of you blanks, to an arm wrestle. I don't know what swear they put there. It's 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 xed out. I'm assuming you you fucks maybe. Mm. Uh, bitches, I would think. <laughs> you friends. The biggest bitch. of you bitch. You the big bitches. bitches to an arm wrestle. Yeah. York stepped up and the duel began. Legend states the two were locked in arm on arm combat for days, sustaining themselves with whiskey and peanuts. Finally, Karthus, bored of the deadlock, offered Olaf a place in the band. I'm only good at hitting shit, said Olaf. Perfect, rasped Karthus. You shall be our drama. <laughs> uh, so after one live show in the Freljord, Mordekaiser accidentally went berserk and killed the whole crowd. Um, and in an effort to stop the rampage, Karthus gave Olaf the order to drum the World Splitter Rhythm to bring down the Icy Realm's highest peak upon Mordekaiser while the band fled to escape the wrath of the Freljordian Battle Queens. And though it went against every instinct he possessed, Olaf did not stay and die under the mountain with Mordekaiser. Um, with York heading south, Olaf's favorite drinking partner was gone, so to mourn his survival of what he always believed was to be his final performance, he sought to drink himself to death with the deadliest booze of Runeterra. He found a fellow named Gragas and ended up in the depths of Zaun uh, with him, drinking potent sump cocktails, bragging of his glory days, and daring chem-jacked thugs to take him on. He readily found ways in which to ply his trade as a professional hitter of things, and soon found himself embroiled in a underground golem fight club. Up against chem-powered golems, Olaf found his natural talent for pounding drums was also good for pounding mechanical giants to pieces. He sought out the most dangerous opponents in fight after fight, eventually falling under the metal hammer of Drago, one of Victor's most lethal creations. Just as his foe was about to deliver the death blow, a piercing wail shattered the crystalline globe containing the golem's transplanted brain. Bellowing in rage at the denial of his death, Olaf surged to his feet, ready to pound again, when he sound himself face-to-face -face with the skull of his old lead singer. Ah. Oh, shit. The band reformed. Uh, so this one has a few cinematics associated with it. Mortal Reminder is the first one. Set in Bandle City, the Pentakill group just absolutely fucking rocks the Bandle City yordle shit. Uh, Mordekaiser's huge, walks through tons of buildings. Um, Olaf hits a bunch of shit. He's real good at it. 
He's got a wailing drum solo. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. And Timo gets kicked. Fuck that down up, man. <laughs> and then we've got Pentacle 3, The Lost Chapter, which is a full 45-minute long video with interactive concert with audience participation, full animation of all the songs, culminating in a boss battle against Viego. And Mord's dump truck. Mord's dumper. <laughs> And we can't talk about Pentacle and I'll talk about Mordecai and his <laughs> booty. It's true. That's just that's facts. Uh, Viego also calls out some content creators during the show, including Tobias Fate and Necrit. That was fun. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Thanks, Viego. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's it for use. Yeah. Wow. Can I say that whole like plot line of him becoming like a, a washed up drunk with Gragas down like in the golf like I I feel like that could be a fun thing to do with him. Like, if, like if you ever conclude the Winter's Claw shit, he's still alive. <laughs> Have him go do that shit. That's like genuinely fun. I don't know, right? Yeah, I like yeah, that. That's like some shit he would do. Exactly, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, pair him up. I think Gragas would be a fun person to pair him up with. I like the uh, the I like the idea of thinking that you can get a glorious death from drinking yourself to death on like the world's <laughs> deadliest. I, yeah. Like at this point, he's accepted his fate that no one's going to beat him in battle. He's got to find another way. The only <laughs> one that can beat me is me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that, that was interesting. I didn't expect it to go that way, I will say. Now, there are not a lot of fun facts. No. I've just got a few. They're all sad facts. Uh, <laughs> Olaf is one of 23 champions without a single ability uh, power ratio on any ability. Uh, his dance references the Techno Viking, another classic YouTube video. <laughs> I don't know that one. We'll watch uh, it later. We'll watch it later. Oh, sure. We'll watch it. We'll with, definitely when we watch the call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in another April Fool's Day patch, he was jokingly listed to receive a skin called uh, Erloff. Oh, <laughs> I need that one. Which was going to be uh, an Erf Olaf skin. Yeah. And uh, the reason he is Pentakill's drummer instead of Trundle, who was also uh, up in the running, was due to a player base fan vote. Oh, oh really? I did not know that. Yeah, that. which I didn't know either. Huh. Interesting. Neat. Everyone on Olaf, not Trundle. Yeah. Hmm. There's just not a lot of facts about Olaf because he's an old champion. I mean, we didn't mention it either, but like, even like normally we'll tell you who wrote the bio. Not only is it not credited, like most of the bios aren't, um, it's not even credited on the wiki, which most bios are. It just mm. says author unknown. That's yeah. how yeah. old this bitch is. <laughs> yeah, and that's even like with the remake, like the rework or rewriting. Yeah. Um, yeah, to like add Sejuani in and shit. Yeah, post mm-hmm. Institute of War. And um, have him not get swept up by a tornado <laughs> to get to Damasio or the fuck it was. <laughs> the Wicked Witch fucking cackling at his ass. Um, was the voice actor credited? That's a, that's I didn't awful. see it. I was gonna say that's also oh. a sign of someone being really old. Is like they'll often have unknown voice like vo's. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, so if you wrote the Olaf bio, or if you did Olaf's up. voice, or if you did Olaf's voice, <laughs> let us know. Person. We'll give you we'll give you the proper credit that you never received <laughs> on the website. Right. Well, that was Olaf. How are we feeling? Um, I I think there's. Potential. I feel like we haven't said that that word. Oh, we in the haven't last said episodes. that in a while. But I think yeah. there's potential. It's a very straightforward character concept. Um, you know, and it's easy enough to write it. 
and uh, you know I think they're just not they're just not interested in doing a lot in the Ferrelli order with like the the battle of the three sisters right now so as a result he also is kind of left just looking for soup you know (laughs) (laughs) soup (laughs) that's the noise it makes when you pop the lid off it's like ooh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to our Olaf episode. <laughs> what? Stop fucking looking at me. <laughs> we have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads. We also have a Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John streams mostly uh, every Saturday. He does TFT every other week and then some random indie game. He picks a different one. And then I will occasionally stream sometimes. I'm not committing myself to any day anymore. I have no idea. <laughs> but if you follow us, you'll get a notification. Yeah. <laughs> it will always say the same thing until I learn how to change it. <laughs> oh, like the message that goes out <laughs> to follow. I've been the only one streaming for like four weeks and the notification still says, maybe John will join us later on. <laughs> but then you're there. They're like, oh, we did. <laughs> so it's a nice Which surprise. He never Googled how to change it or no. anything, because that's no. how I figured it out. Because I always forget, and then yeah. I, like, it's too late. I've been at my computer for so long, mm-hmm, I'm just mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, we post these on YouTube. John has some parody songs there as well. We have a Discord, uh, if you want to chat, chat and whatnot. And we have Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarda and all chat to your patrons, Chloe Things, Kindred Enjoyer, King of Hearts, Mylect, Rel, Shupa Moustache, and Techno Robert. You are all amazing, and if you were being attacked by a a raging Olaf, I would stop him. I would I wouldn't beat him, but I would bring him to a standstill because you can't kill Olaf because he has plot armor. <laughs> John is the most powerful being on Earth. Yes. I don't like to brag about it, but like, <laughs> you know. Sure, hon. <laughs> you want to? Uh, I can do I'll, seven push ups right now, I swear to God. Okay. Um, please join us. <laughs> please join us next week. Because we're going to talk about one of my favorite champions, the Lady of Clockwork, Oriana. <laughs>